0: You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church, Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. We worship you this morning. We bless your name. What an honor, what a privilege to come before you in worship, in adoration, in reverence, because you are the holy God. Almighty God, we bow in worship to you. Almighty God, we ask that you be glorified in our lives, dethrone everything else that has sat and has dominated our lives, dominated our situations, dominated our affairs, dominated our homes. Let them be dethroned so that you be glorified. Be glorified. Oh God, we bless your name this morning and we ask that you will move in our midst, that you will have your way in this place and in every home, Lord God, that is represented here for those who are watching online. I ask that you will saturate this space. Oh Lord, spirit of the living god fill their space fill their hearts with your presence and with your glory we bless you we give you honor and we give you praise hallelujah Hallelujah. glory to god Amen. amen hallelujah I expect better rejoicing. Glory, 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 glory. Woo! So he is great. He's the God that does miracles. So great. He's the God that takes your mess and converts it he recycles it and brings out a message out of your life and so you have every reason to give him glory this morning it doesn't matter your situation what you're going through it doesn't matter when you hand it over to the Lord and when you invite him into your life you invite him into your situation and you say Lord Be glorified, fill my life with your glory. You need to understand that there are certain things that cannot stay in your life. When his glory saturates you, when you are filled with his glory, there are things that will run out of your life. The Bible says the stranger shall be driven out of its hiding place. And that is what happens when your life is full of glory. Strangers begin to run. Strangers begin to run. Yes. Hallelujah. Come and shout unto the Lord this morning. Hallelujah. Glory, glory. God bless you. Hallelujah. You may take your seats, but just wave at someone. Wave at someone. Say, hey, so good to be here. Hey. Good to see you. Good to see you well praise the lord it's good to be here welcome welcome everyone i welcome you all in jesus name i welcome our online viewers as well i believe beyond a shadow of a doubt that the lord will reach you in your home can someone say amen amen Amen. Amen. and the same atmosphere the same anointing the same grace that is present in here will also be present wherever you are in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Well, happy new month. It's November. God has been good to us. If it had not been for the Lord who was on our side. Each and every one of us needs to say, if it had not been for the Lord, we will not be here today. This is not a cliche. This is not what we say when we gather. It is the truth. For each one here, you can testify. And you can say that if it had not been for the Lord, I would not be seeing November. And so I thank the Lord that I am able to see November. And I thank the Lord because he will not only see me through November, he will take me into December. And 2021 will be glorious in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. So I celebrate everyone here this morning. Those of you at home, I bless the Lord for your life. I congratulate you for seeing another month. Amen. Glory to God. This morning, I pray that as the word of God is being delivered, that you will be like a sponge that soaks up everything that he has for you. Amen. You will be, you will not be, you know, the kind of material that doesn't absorb anything. Ah, where something tangible and something powerful is coming, but for some reason you're not able to soak it in. there's, There's just something that keeps you from soaking it in. And as I prayed This morning, that's, you know, the the vision that I had of a sponge and of another material that could not soak up the glory, the anointing, the power of God. So I pray for you this morning. I pray for everyone watching, listening and everyone who will watch and listen. That you will become so, you know, someone who is able to absorb everything God has for you today that even as the glory and the presence of the lord is in this house that you will soak up that glory you will soak up that presence and then like a sponge you will go listen if there's a situation that needs attention when you soak up the power and you soak up the glory and you go to that situation just squeeze some of you just just a, a little bit of you know when you've soaked a sponge in water in milk in whatever you want to soak it Just squeeze a little. You don't even need to squeeze. Once you hold it, stuff begins to ooze out. Mm -hmm. And so when you come into his presence and his anointing and his glory is in the house, soak it up so that when you leave this place, wherever you go, just release. Mm. Just enough to handle the situation. Hallelujah. Father, I thank you for your word. And I pray, even as you have spoken to me, that every single one will be like a sponge to absorb, to receive your word. The word that is able to transform lives. The word that is able to change situations. The the word that is able to transform and translate people from darkness to light. I thank you in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Amen. All right, this morning, I want to bring a word the Lord gave me. and i titled it he gave me that title okay he says winning from behind winning from behind when we talk about winning i don't think the picture we have in mind is someone who is at the back when you talk about winning you're thinking someone who is ahead someone who is in front amen now imagine running with Usain Bolt that's his name right and you're running with that great athlete and when you run he arrives gets to the finishing line and you only get there what's a good time for you to get there say 14 seconds later not good enough how like how many Nine, no, 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 if you're really bad here, let's just say 14. (laughs) In fact, you can make it 20 if you were walking. And and you arrive late. And when you get there, you've actually given up because you don't think, I mean, this guy went ahead. He's arrived. People have gone home (laughs) while, you know, and I'm still making my way to the finishing line. And you get to the end and they start celebrating you. Yeah, you need to, like, what's this about? How can I be celebrated when I am behind? Let us look into the word. Ecclesiastes chapter 9, verse 11. Hallelujah, it's a scripture we know. Are we there? All right, I need extra help. All right, it says, I returned and saw under the sun that the race is not to the swift, nor the battle to the strong, nor bread to the wise, nor riches to men of understanding, nor favor to men of skill, but time and chance happen to them all. Can we please read it together? i returned and i saw under the sun that the race is not to the swift nor the battle to the strong nor bread to the wise nor riches to men of understanding nor favor to men of skill but time and chance happens to them all the race is not always to the swift because not every race is for the swift. There are some races that is not meant for the swift. There are some races that isn't for you saying both There are some races meant for a, a long-distance runner. And when the Bible is letting you know that the race is not to the swift. He's saying the race is not always to the swift. You see, God is a good God, He is not partial. If we were living a life where only the swift and only the strong succeed, then we might as well just pack up, call it a night, so just, you know, leave. But, you know, the Bible says that there's something the rich and the poor have in common he says god is the maker of both of them and the same way the rich and the poor have something in common is the same way the swift and the slow and steady have something in common and what they have in common is god who is their creator their creator so god knows and the way god ordained and designed you and i some are swift some are not so swift and he says there comes a time an opportune time the way i have fashioned things is to make sure that there are certain times when swiftness is required and there are certain times when endurance is required and so when you're running your race if you begin to observe those who are swift and you think you are messing up you need to realize that you might not actually be messing up you may just not be a hundred meters runner you could just be a long-distance runner I remember when I was in school I think it was high school I just started high school then (laughs) I told my children this story many years ago and I nearly lost respect in their eyes when I told them this story because it was like, how could you? And we were preparing for, you know, Athletics Day. And I could run. Don't look at me now and think, what's she talking? I could, look, I could run, high jump. I did that as well. You will not see it from on me now, I know. But I used to jump high. All right. And so when we were preparing and they were trying to see who will run, represent houses, my sister said to me, let me tell you something. When you are going to run, make sure you don't start fast. Take your time. Take, just take your time. Because at some point, the people... Who started fast and were flying will get tired. And when they get tired, you now take off. So I said, All right, that's awesome. I took counsel. This is someone that could run, but I, I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> and so it was time, lined up, ready to go, time to move, go. And I took my time. <laughs> I was actually you know really and then people were running and I'm like oh shame they don't have my sister (laughs) they don't they don't have a counselor like my sister they will get tired and people were screaming at me from the sidelines run run I'm like I know what I got this and I'm taking my I got this and then suddenly I saw people stop the race was over it was a hundred meter dash I know I wept. Cuz when we got them they were like what were you doing? You can't even run at all. And I I promise you. I I can run. I can really run. And they said there's nothing to show you can run. I was using the wrong principle for the wrong race. <laughs> now, there's no moral to that story, okay? Just wanted to share it. <laughs> Basically, the fact that someone can run 100 meters in seven seconds and you cannot does not mean you don't have a place. It does not mean that there, you know, you will never find what, when you can win. So even if you are behind, it could be that it's your race. Do you not know people, if you think about even you saying that I'm talking about, that guy, his manager, his coach, whoever he is, you know, he's not running. He's not arriving at the speed that Usain is arriving. But guess what? That guy is a winner as well. He's in the background. I need you to know that sometimes you may not be found in front. You may be behind the scenes. What you are winning behind the The scenes. Today I'm looking at all of you here, and there are people behind the scenes. There are people, there's a Brighton who is not even in here. He's somewhere making sure this is out for you all to see. There are people at the back, you can see them, they're doing a great job. They're behind the scene. Amen. And you may think that it is only those of us standing up here that are running this race to win. Not realizing that even the one behind is winning. The race is not always to the swift. The battle is not always to the strong. Not every battle requires your muscle. Some requires skill negotiation, you know, the ability to talk your way. Listen Satan or Lucifer did not wrestle Adam and Eve to the ground for the earth. He didn't knock them down and grab the earth from them. No. He just honed them. He just spoke. Skill. (laughs) And so sometimes you think that every battle is to the strong. And then you immediately disqualify yourself. But not every battle requires muscles. Not every battle requires the kind of strength you have. So there is a time for your muscles and there's a time for wisdom. There's a time for negotiation. There's a time for you to just speak and things begin to happen. Amen. So we're going somewhere this morning. You know, the Bible says wisdom is better than weapons of war, isn't it? All right. Now, when we talk about the race not being to the swift. Sometimes you find that certain people are swift because of the kind of head start they have in life. Because of the kind of opportunity, the kind of money, the kind of education, there are certain people that seem to move faster just because of the opportunities they have. And so if you're someone without those opportunities, are you not going to say that means my life is over? No. Some people, I mean, if you you love to maybe just drive around, check out houses, I love to do that. I love to look at houses. And sometimes I can drive past a, a, a certain place and There's a plot of land or whatever. It's just barren. It's empty. Nothing happening there. And I haven't been there in maybe a month. And the next time I drive through that area, I see a mansion. And I'm like, wait, wasn't it three weeks ago? I I drove past this place. And then you think and you say, wow, this person is quick. This person is swift. And then you see someone else who started laying Foundation three years ago. They're still laying, do you not know that? Have you not seen it? They're still laying the foundation. And it's been on for a while. And then you can look and say, is this one lazy or what? No. The difference is the other one has some kind of opportunity. He's got wealth. Look, there are people with what you have, you can build stuff in, in a couple of weeks. Things can happen swiftly. And so I want you to know that sometimes you just, you know, you know, you look at yourself and you think, oh, my life is not moving as it should. Things are not moving, you know, everything is moving slowly. And then you begin to compare yourself to the one who is speeding. And you forget that they had certain things that you did not have. But guess what? Time and chance will happen for you. Time and chance, God will bring an opportune time where it, it is not about your wealth, it is not about your strength, it is not about your speed. He will cause it to happen and you begin to win from behind. If you're going to win from behind, you need to make sure you are running your own race. If you are running my race, you can't win but when you are running your race you can never lose running your race unfortunately sometimes we admire other people's race we look at them and we're like oh I wish I could run and you abandon your race if you run your race you can never lose you will always win from behind when I was preparing I had a picture of you know pastor Ryan (laughs) <laughs> not a bad picture but it's not an accurate picture of you okay so I was just going to use you. yeah <laughs> so imagine and please just picture this with me imagine that I have an urgent message to deliver to my husband and he's expecting that message and he's not here Just think he's some, I don't know how many miles away, he's not close by. And then I call you and I say to you, here is an envelope. Can you take this to my husband? And you say, yes, pastor, I can do that. And then you get up with the envelope and then you get on your rickety bicycle. You don't, you see, that's why I said it's not an exact picture because you don't have a rickety bicycle. (laughs) And he, and you start moving slowly. And then it so happens that when I was giving you the instructions, Irene was there. And Irene overheard what we're talking about. And Irene said, Pastor, I can go. I can, I can quickly go to pastor. Because pastor Ryan is going on a bike. I got a McLaren. I got a Bugatti. I got something that can really move. So let me go and deliver the message. And then I say to her, uh, to her, I said, it's okay. Pastor Ryan has gone. She says, no, no, I need to go because I have what it takes to go. I got the speed. I can go quickly. And she And i don't say go but she's ready to go and she gets into her car and spins and does all kinds of things and she heads out and then she arrives at pastor because remember pastor ryan is on a bicycle so she arrives way ahead of pastor ryan and when she gets there you know she does her thing with her car from from afar pastor can hear her coming because she's making it known you know that i'm coming a bugatti is on the way to you and she arrives does her thing parallel parking all of that and then she says and pastor is waiting because he's expecting something and pastor is waiting oh hi irene so message she says yeah uh, pastor has a message for you (laughs) he says okay i'm expecting what's the message says yeah I mean, I heard her. I heard her when she was saying, there's a message. There's a message for pastor. I heard her and I'm here to tell you that there's a message. There's a message for you. Pastor Eric, there's a message. And he's like, yeah, where's the message said, yeah, there's, there's a message. And while she's still busy with her nonsense, Pastor Ryan, two hours later, <laughs> on his bicycle, finally arrives, sweating, you know, the sun. Here, no aircon. He arrives, mud-covered bicycle. I have it all pictured. And then he gets to Pastor, and he says, hi, Pastor, here is the message for you who won listen not the McLaren listen pastor Ryan had the message it did not matter that he got there late sometimes you are flying you are moving swiftly but you are moving swiftly with nothing You are moving swiftly without an assignment. You are moving swiftly without a commissioning. You are moving swiftly without any goal. No one sent you. But you have overtaken the one that was sent. Does it make sense for Irene to have done what she did? When you think about it, it's ridiculous, isn't it? it's crazy it doesn't matter but that's what happens when you begin to run another person's race what is interesting about the scenario that i just painted for you is that is in scripture let's go there 2nd samuel i have it here 2nd samuel 18 i'm going to read from 19 but I just want to give you a little background to the story and it's about David's son Absalom that was killed you know that guy led a rebellion against his father and war broke out fight and he was killed when he was killed Joab wanted to send someone to Uh, david to inform him that his son was dead yeah so i'm going to read that is a bit of a read but let's go from 19 then Ahimaz, the son of zadok now zadok or zadok was the high priest all right this is a privileged person amen he said let me run now and take the news to the king how the Lord has avenged him of his enemies. And Joab said to him, you shall not take the news this day, for you shall take the news another day. But today you shall, not take, you shall take no news because the king's son is dead. Then Joab said to the, the Cushite, go, tell the king what you have seen. And so the Cushite bowed himself to Joab and he ran. And then Ahimaaz, the son of Zadok, said again to Joab, Does that remind you of Irene? <laughs> but whatever happens, please let me also run after the Cushite. And so Joab said, Why will you run, my son, since you have no news ready? You are not the messenger. You are not the one with the assignment. You are not the one that has been given what to say, what to do. Why do you want to run? You will run your own race. You will go another time. He says, why do you want to run? So he says, but whatever happens, he says, let me run. So he said to him, run. You know that run, you know that be running, you want to run, run is only a dummy. I don't want to call that guy a dummy that does not understand that that run is not a commission. It is answering you according to the idols in your heart. It is saying you really want to run, run. You know how maybe your child will say to you, Mom, I want to go here, I want to do this, or something. And you say no. No, and you keep insisting, and eventually they wear you out. They say, Okay, go. If he's a wise child, child, not today. <laughs> I ain't going. He says, oh, Run. Then Ahimas ran by the way of the plane and did what? Read it with me. And did what? Outran the kushite he outran the one who was sent and so when you are looking at this as a natural person you immediately say wow the race is to the swift he outran the kushite yeah now david was sitting between the two gates and the watchman went up to the roof over the gate to the wall lifted his eyes and looked and there was a man running alone then the watchman cried out and told the king and the king said, if he is alone, there is, a, there is news in his mouth. And he came rapidly and drew near. Then the watchman saw another man running. And the watchman called to the gatekeeper and said, there is another man running alone. And the king said, if he, uh, said he also brings news. So the watchman said, I think the running of the first is like the running of Ahimaaz. Now Ahimaaz, is so well known that they even know how he runs. The nobody who was coming after, no one said that running is like, in fact, he didn't have a name. It was just a kushite. No one said this person coming is like person. And, and that's what happens. Sometimes they don't really see you coming because you are a nobody in their sight, but you are the one with the message. And so they recognize the one with the money the recognized one with the position are you are you following this was the son of the high priests this was someone who previously had given messages to david so he was well known to bring good tidings are you following so they knew him to be that good person you know and so he's a good man the king says he's a good man he comes with good news so ahimas called out and said to the king all is well And then he bowed down with his face to the earth before the king and and said, Blessed be the Lord your God, who has delivered up the men who raised their hand against my Lord the king. And the king said, Is the young man Absalom safe? And Ahimaaz answered, When Joab sent the king's servant and me your servant, I saw a great tumult, but I did not know what it was about. I I saw something. King, I I can guarantee you, I saw something and I did not know what it was. So I ran. (laughs) And the king said to him, turn aside and stand here. Just find a spot. You are useless to me right now. This race was not to you. This wasn't for you. Why are you rushing? Why are you getting here with nothing to offer? He says, stand aside. So he turned aside and stood. said, let me tell you something. He was very fortunate yeah. that the king only says stand aside. <clears throat> because David used to kill people with messages like that. <laughs> you, you know. He Saul is dead. No, no, no. What happened? He says, oh, he asked me to just, you know, finish him off. He didn't want to be, fin-. And, and then he finished. says, oh, you finished him? Yeah. After mourning, he now went ahead and killed the man. But you don't bring careless news to David. So Ahimaaz was very fortunate that he was not killed. He says, turn aside. Just then the Kushite came, and the Kushite sent said there is good news my lord the king for the lord has avenged you this day of all those who rose against you and the king said to the kushite is the young man absalom safe the same question so the kushite answered may the enemies of my lord the king and all who rise against you to do harm be like that young man This is what we call diplomacy. He didn't just come there and say, Absalom finished. The way they killed him. King, you are fortunate you did not see it. He could have come with news in such a way that he would have gotten killed. But for this particular race, the messenger that was needed was a messenger full of wisdom. When you see someone running, they can be foolish people running. Allow them run. Don't compare yourself. Keep running. When we arrive, we will know the truth. I, I, I had um, a minister friend who was experiencing some difficult times. In in church, and you know, some other some. It was like a group of women were just making life miserable for her, and doing things. You know, planning their own things. You know, it's like maybe we have prayer meeting here. They will plan their own prayer meeting there. You know, stuff like that in rebellion. You know, and there was a particular incident and something happened. I won't go into it, but. It was done. They had finished everything. And she was like, I I want to deal with them. Now, here's the thing. She had plans to actually do the same thing. Listen, she had plans to do the same thing. But the other person overtook her. The one who felt I can do it better. Guess what? Because I have the money to do it. So while she was still gathering her coins, (laughs) the one with the money took off and did it. And so she now said, there's no need to do it. And I said, you will still do it. You will still do it because you are called to do it. And when you do it, the difference will be clear. And she did it and the power, the grace, the anointing, it was visible that one ran without being sent and the other ran even though she came behind, even though she was not in front, she was not first. She was the one that won the race. And I know it's, you say, Oh, it's not a competition. All of that. I'm just giving you an illustration. Sometimes when you're running, and you know, this is your, reign to, your race to run and things happen and maybe other people cut into you and you know, you, you feel like, is there any need to continue this thing? Because the people who have the might, the people who have the power, the people who have the skill, you know, the, the, the people who are so intelligent, you, you, you know, when people intimidate you, when you finish speaking and they take over and they're like, you, you know, praise the Lord. And they, by the time they finish speaking, you're like, why did I even speak? Or, or they have finished speaking, and then you're like, "There's no need." Praise the Lord, we've heard you. But you have the message. Still speak. Speak it with your broken English. Speak it with the little understand. Speak it. Speak it with your shoe that is not okay, because you've observed someone and said, "Ah, I can't stand here," you know. Speak it anyhow. Come with the message he has given you. Come with your rickety bicycle. You know, when Ahimas took the shortcut, he knew his way around, isn't it? Went through the plains, the other guy was still struggling, following, you know, the straight and narrow, all the, and this guy went. He knew how to get there quicker. And when he arrived, when he overtook, the Bible says he outran the Kushite. The kushai could have said, well, let's go back. (laughs) He's done it. He's gone ahead of me. But can you imagine that if he had done that, he would have allowed somebody without a message, go. The kushai could have said, he's overtaken me. Look at the kind of equipment he has. There's no need to continue. And he could have turned back, gone back to Joab and said to Joab, and Job said, oh, have you delivered my He says, uh, no, sir. Ahima went ahead of me. Uh, is that what you're going to say to God? The day you stand before him. And he said to you, did you finish the race? Did you finish the assignment I gave you? There's, there's a difference between ending something and finishing it. Because you can end a thing you did not finish. If you decide to stop now, it's ended. And the Lord says, did you finish what I asked you to do? Yeah. And you said, and you say to him, um, when I was going, mm-hmm. Elder Pums lay cut in. <laughs> she, you know, she knows the people. Yeah. Yeah. She, she, she understands the culture. She knows the language. Yeah. She knows how to reach them a lot more effectively. I'm just using, don't, don't think too far. Please, don't read meanings into it. <laughs> all right. And, and I say, she knows all of this, she, you know, she's better qualified. Did God not see her before he called you? Did he not see Irene's Bugatti before he gave the letter to somebody with a bicycle? he saw it he knew it but this race this appointed opportune time was not for somebody with swiftness it was for somebody that could understand the kind of assignment he had the how delicate what he needed to deliver was that's the person that was needed now if I go before the Lord and say to the Lord Pumzile took over the race if The Cushite went back to Joab and said, Ah, I must took off. Do you know that Joab, I'm 100% sure, would have killed him? And if you go before the Lord with everything that he has given you, with the race you are supposed to run, if you go before the Lord, with the little that he gave you. Because you think it's too little. If you go before him. Presenting and say, I couldn't do it because there were other people. Who I felt were more qualified. To do it. They are swift. Oh my God. You should see them run. Lord they can speak. And all of those things. If you go before the Lord. Guess where you are going. Out of darkness. Weeping and gnashing of teeth. That's what the Bible says. That's what the Bible says. The race is not to the swift. You know the story of the Econet founder. What's his name? Strive. Strive somebody. When this guy wanted to start his cell phone company, he went to the government. You know, he says, let's work in tandem. Let's, Let's do this because you guys have something established. Let's do this. And he was rejected because, you know, they wanted monopoly of everything. They rejected him. And they refused to give him a license. And so he took them to court. And when he took them to court for years, he battled and he lost. When he lost, he was discouraged, you know. He, he felt, I've, I've put in so much. I've been working on this. I've been, you know, planning. I had sleepless nights concerning this matter. And I thought it would be smooth sailing. But I have so much opposition and they've even rejected and I've lost the case. So he, he got really depressed and all of that. Anyway. He started going to church with his wife after much persuasion. And then while he was doing that on one occasion, there was a guest minister that came. Meanwhile, he had been dreaming. He started having dreams. All right. So he had been dreaming. On one occasion, a man of God who came called him and said, uh, just announced, he didn't call him out. He just announced, he said, there's someone here. You've been having dreams. And in those dreams, you keep seeing, you know, Towers that you're building communication towers. And then he says, come, come out. If you're that person. And he says there were well over 500 people or so there. And he came out and the man told him, don't stop. That man did not know the challenges he had. He says, you've had challenges. Don't stop. In other words, don't stop running. You're moving slowly. Don't stop running. It's like they've taken your wheels away from you. Don't stop. And so he got encouraged and he went again, went back to court. He won and he got his license. Now, the people that refused to give him, trust me, they had even taken some of his ideas, but it did nothing for them because it wasn't for them. And when this guy started, look, that guy controls, I don't know how the percentage of communication in Zimbabwe. Yeah, he became and he has become someone who won from behind he became someone he was not ahead so many things caused him to stumble they did everything to keep him and other people the government and every other person they were ahead have you ever been in a situation where you needed you had a good idea you needed money and you took your idea to someone to an organization to people you felt could help you you know finance what you wanted to do and they said to you sorry we cannot do anything shut slam the door And then they run with your business idea. Let me tell you, no matter how they run, it is not their business. It is not their vision. It is not their goal. It is not what God has given. It is not their assignment. And if you quit, if you quit because you feel I am already behind, if you stop running because you feel I'm already at the back, then you lose out of what you should not have lost out sometimes you watch people god has sent you somewhere and you watch people and the ones who came after you are are doing exploits they have so much to their name and then you're thinking but lord what about me lord why is it taking me so long what is happening you need to know that heaven celebrates you even from behind amen amen Amen. Some time ago, allow me to just share some of those things. I believe it will bless someone, whether at home, in here. And it will help you to pick up again. Because I feel that some could have stopped running. You could have dropped, you know, the assignment and stopped running because you feel things are not happening quickly. I remember some, it was a while back when uh, there was this new hotel, you know, that was opening and I had some kind of relationship with them in the past. So when they were about to open, they invited Pastor and I says, come, you're our first guests. And so we went, it was nice and all of that. And while we're in that beautiful hotel, I think, it, I don't know if it was the beauty and the atmosphere. That made me a little light-headed, so I was now, t- oh, pastor, I was telling him nice things. Anyway, I always tell him nice things, but I said to him, "I, I, I," you know, I told myself, "I, I thank God for you." That's what I said, you know, I thank God for you, for the person that you are, for the 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 work that you do, the blessing that you're, the effort that you put in, and all of that. And when I was saying that. was very possible that he wasn't even feeling so great about himself and about what he was doing but i i said to him i really thank god for the your consistency this was many years ago and you know that he is consistent and he's very diligent can you agree with me because it's the truth and i and i said you know i thank god for you consistently see your diligence the way you constantly put other people first and he can spend the whole night counseling someone he can listen to you whine and I'm I'm not calling counseling whining I'm calling whining whining all right he can listen to whining and he sits and, you know I cannot name the things that he does that heaven is celebrating i cannot count it and i looked at him and i says i celebrate you i appreciate you i thank god for you you know i told him all kinds of things you know and i'm saying that it's possible he wasn't even feeling so great why because there are many things he's seeing And for you, there could be so much that you feel I should be achieving. I should have attained and you are not seeing it. But you do not know that even what you have done and what you are doing is being celebrated by heaven. Because you have not built an empire does not mean that what you are doing now, God is not saying, well done. Thou good and faithful servant and I'm saying to you man of God well done even on behalf of the Lord because you can look and you can see where you are and think my life is not moving forward but God is saying well done this race you may not be in front but even behind you are winning well done don't stop running don't stop running and don't compare your race the swiftness of another to your swiftness or your lack of swiftness you may not be you may not have what the cure for cancer but you've been able to help to transport and translate people From the kingdom of darkness, what is more powerful than that? From the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of light, to the kingdom of God. You may not have been able to invent something incredibly fantastic, but you've been able to take somebody who would have killed themselves from depression and counsel them into hope and the future. What better reward? You may not be upfront and I'm talking to you whether you're the wife or the husband. Maybe wife, you are behind the scene. But where you are positioned behind the scene, you are the propelling force. You are the one moving this guy to do what needs to be done. No one sees you because you are behind, but you are winning from that position. And you could be the guy and you are celebrating, pushing, propelling the woman. And no one knows they're celebrating the wife. Social media can make you feel like you're you're not leaving. (laughs) because today i dined with uh, the prime minister dinner with uh, selfie with uh, and then you look at your life and say my life is not good for anything and then you turn and you look at your friends people are dining with prime minister you're, you're asking me to go to tasha's or or, to, or, or, or mcdonald's and then you, you look at yourself and you feel i'm not really achieving much because you are behind the scene that you are behind the scene does not mean that you're not making an impact you are making an impact what propels the rocket the fire is behind it that fire is what moves it and it goes forward. listen to me the race is not to the Swift when the race is not for the Swift amen Come on, there's so much I can say, but we've gone way beyond time. So I want you to just, you know, rise to your feet. Let's just begin to thank the Lord for for our custom-made assignment. For our custom-made, you know, uh, assignment. What he has called us to, what he has asked us to do. That is not like anyone else. And, And we may not be swift, we may not be powerful, we may not be strong. We may not have all the money in the world, but we will fulfill our destinies amen we will do what he has called us to do we will run this race and we will finish it we will not end it prematurely we will run it and we will finish it come and lift up your voices and say lord i will finish the race i will run this race the race that has been set before me I will run it, oh Lord. It might not be to the swift, it might, the battle may not be to the strong and all of that, but Lord God, you have given me what it takes to fulfill destiny. You have given me what it takes to reach, to impact lives. You have given me what it takes, oh God, to make a difference in my generation, to make a difference in my world. And I will do all that is required of me. I will do all that is required. I will not not compare myself to those who are swift to those who are quicker than me to those who are stronger than me to those who have more than i have i will not compare myself because you have given me the mandate you have given me the letter you have given me the assignment you have given me that which will bring deliverance oh god and i choose lord god to run this race that has been set before me I choose. Oh God, even if I am behind, I know that I will win behind. I will win from behind. Even if I'm behind the scene, I know that I will win from where I am positioned. because it is you who put me there. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. I want us to pray. Just like I shared and I said, Fakushai did not stop running because he was overtaken by a faster guy, by a favored guy, by a guy who was well placed and well connected. He did not stop running. The reason why he did not stop running is because he had a message. He was commissioned to go. And for some of us, we have messages, we have a commission from God, we have an order from God, but you've just given up and and you've gotten weary and you've gotten tired. And and because you feel I don't have what it takes to, to get there quickly. It may not be a hundred meter dash. It may be a marathon and you are not supposed to get there tomorrow. And so I want you to begin to pick up to whatever it is, you know, is your assignment whatever it is you know god has given you whatever it is you know you're supposed to deliver to deliver to the world to deliver to your neighborhood to do whatever it is you know you are supposed to deliver whatever should be making an impact in your world no matter how small or how insignificant you think you are there is your world impact your world And so if you're that person and you've, you know, you've put it all down and you said, let this one run, she can run better. I want you to pray today and say, Lord, I will not forsake what you have called me to do. I will not forsake. I will not discard my assignment because I have some challenges because I don't have the kind of resources that I need. I will not forsake because someone else ran ahead of me. I pick it up again. Oh God. And I run, I receive grace to run the race that is set before me. I receive grace. This is my opportune time. This is my chance to run and it is time and I'm running. Oh God, come on, lift up your voice. I'm just beginning to say, Lord, I run. I pick it up again. But things that I discarded, I'm sorry for discarding it. I'm sorry for allowing things to talk me out. To talk me out of it. Out of my race. I resume my race, oh God. Come on, I want you to pray. Pray. And as you pray, I want you to know that you will finish strong. And you will finish well. It doesn't matter. What things look like for you, and when you keep observing other people and seeing how fantastic they are, you are fantastic yourself. It is the same God that made you that made them, but your assignment is different. Begin to say, Lord, I pick up my assignment once again. I pick it up once again. Come on, talk to the Lord. Talk to the Lord. Just pray. Okay.